Yo, what up? It's Kramer uh, at home today in the home studio for August the 9th. Uh, good good segment coming up today. I get to interview Paul Stanley. Uh, the show being brought to you by TheEnclosed.com. Head on over to the website, uh, TheEnclosed.com. Sorry, I, I'm... We Frankenstein the, the studio back together today, and everything's on my nerves with it. So if it sounds like ass, oh well. Um. Uh, anyway, uh, theenclosed.com. You want to do something really cool for your chick? Something that makes you look like a friggin' rock star? When you go to the website, theenclosed.com, you can pick out a pair of panties. Now, they can be sexy, they can be comfortable, they can be from different places on, on the planet. And you sign her up for three, six, or nine, or 12 months. And every month, she gets a new pair of panties in the mail. And they come in a black box with rose petals. So she opens them up and boom. So she's got a pair of panties in this cool, wicked looking black box, rose petals everywhere. You look like a rock star. Now, um, you can go to their website. And if you order now and use the code Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, Kramer, you'll get $25 off your order. And you want to talk about the reaction that you get. It is insane because they don't, they're not expecting something like that. So it, it really has a cool shock value uh, when they open it. And, of course, they're going to put all over their social media, look what my baby got me. This is so cool. And you get to get laid. So win-win, 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 win-win situation for you, homeboy. When people say stupid shit. Stupid shit. We're there every step of the way. We have pictures of a couple of buildings, uh, as I said, that are on fire uh, and that sirens have been loud and constant there in Napa for the last two and a half hours. These are, this is a storefront here that obviously was very damaged. Adam Shore is a PIO of the San Francisco police. Uh, we have heard from a lot of people in San Francisco this morning, especially via social media, some, some saying they thought this was the big one. Uh, Adam, what kind of calls are you getting right now any damage any injuries yes good morning well because of the early morning uh it's such it was so early in the morning most people were at their homes when it happened and what we believe is that this was a rumbling from howard stern's butt crack all right obviously uh that is not who we expected it was to be we apologize for that so early in the morning sucking the brain cells right out of your head this is The Kramer Show on KramerShow.net. What's going on? It's Kramer. I'm on vacation, uh, and I'm in the studio at home, and um, <clears throat> the mic wasn't sounding very good, and so I, I you know, so I, I, oh my God, I get so maniacal when it comes to this microphone in here. I mean, if there's one little thing that's off, I can hear it, and it drives me fucking batty. Uh, anyway, welcome to the show. This is uh, for August the 9th. Um, a lot of people have been asking where the interview for uh, Paul Stanley is, uh, which sometimes I think, you know, <laughs> how hard could it be to find it? But, okay, I didn't. I hadn't put it on my on my site yet, so everybody was asking for it. So here it is. Now, <clears throat> um, 
there's not many times any, anymore when I get nervous. You know, used to I'd get nervous every time I had an interview. And, and to an extent, that's kind of a good thing because it makes you focus. Um, but with this one, I, I was, I, I gotta admit, I was a little bit nervous because I didn't really know what to say. And, you know, it's like it, Paul Stanley is one of those guys, so is Gene Simmons, where they love themselves. So you have to feed into that. So, okay, I'll feed into it. But at the same time, it's like, holy fuck, these guys are the real deal uh, and have been around for so long. And um, so it was kind of, it was really, it was really cool to be able to interview Paul Stanley. So without further ado here, and by the way, this is completely unedited. Um, the whole interview right here. Hope you enjoy it. Hey there. Lord God Almighty, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Paul Stanley. Hello. Hey, that's a great, a great reaction and a great introduction. Thanks. You have now. Can I, can I be self-serving for just one minute? Hang on, before please do. Talk. Hi, it's Amy. Hey, Amy. Hi. Okay, Kramer. Can I be self-serving for just one minute? Absolutely. Okay. When uh, I was in high school, I was 16 years old, and I had an, this old yellow Toyota Corolla. And the only thing to do in, in my hometown was to drive up and down the strip looking for girls, right? So I would go and get my best friend in high school, Tony. And we would, uh, we, we, I don't know, we had probably about 10 minutes drive from his house to town. And every Friday and Saturday night, we would put on All Hell's Breaking Loose. And we would sing the crap out of that song to each other to get us pumped up in the car while we were going to look for chicks. Now, part of my bucket list, and this is so simple, Paul, will you recite the opening lyrics of All Hell's Breaking Loose with me right now on the phone? Let's see. Street hustler comes up to me one day, and I'm walking down the street minding my own business, and he looks me up, and he looks me down. And, and he, he says, says, hey, man, what be this and what be that? And why you got to look like that? Well, well I, just I just looked at him and I kind of laughed. And I said, hey, man, hey man I'm cool. I am cool. I am the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Woo! That made my life. Okay. Let's oh. talk. Okay. Now, okay. I've always wanted to do the Paul Stanley workout. Can we arrange that? Yes, absolutely. Top or bottom? <laughs> <laughs> All of it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! So you have so much going on. Uh, it's life is awesome. I mean, it's what you make it, and and uh, I I've made a, a great life, and I, I thank all the people who've been a part of it. I think you guys are probably busier now than you were ever. I mean, you, yeah. You kinda... Well, there's always so much going on, and we have so much to choose from at this point. Um, it's really really terrific because the opportunities are endless. So whether it's uh, touring. Whether it's recording, whether it's rock and brews restaurants, whether it's—I uh, mean, the, the list just goes on. And we also have a great opportunity to to help out charities and 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 people in need and 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 spotlight the the military. There, there's so many cool things to do. The more successful you are, the more you can do for other people. Speaking of rock and brews, uh, are you? This is a restaurant that kisses uh, that he and Gene are involved with. Uh, are you guys going to expand that? I mean, is that? Well, we're already we already have twenty of them, and uh, they're phenomenally successful. Um, it's really been been a, a, a very 
quick rocket ride in, in that uh, people have just taken to them. They're, they're so much more than a restaurant. It's really a lifestyle in that it's a, a place people just want to go and hang out. We have phenomenal food. Um, you can bring your, your pets, your kids um, during the day. Uh, we've got 80 to 100 craft beers. Uh, the staff is awesome. And the atmosphere is kind of like an indoor-outdoor, somewhere between a beer garden and a, a backstage rock concert experience. And it, it certainly pays tribute to classic rock music and the environment, but by no means is it a funeral parlor with dead musicians' clothes hanging on the wall. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know that uh, those are doing really well, and um, you know, a couple of <clears throat> listeners on our Facebook already asked me to ask you about that. Um, yeah, well, we're we are we are heading towards your neck of the woods, and um, the the expansion's been amazing, just amazing. So, Kiss is going to be at the Huntingdon uh, August the twenty fourth, and then the day after that. Um, there is a DVD that they're releasing of their residency in Vegas. So, so you get to see the show here, and then two days later, get to you know buy the DVD and see uh, see their residency. In fact, we we didn't we talk when, when did we talk to um, to Tommy? Uh, Tommy. Yeah, it was like uh, about two months ago, yeah, maybe. Two months ago, after the movie came out. Yeah, yeah, and we were talking to him about that and how excited you guys are about the the DVD. Yeah, we're really excited about it. The, the The tour, though, has been phenomenal because we get a chance to really circle back to a lot of the places that made us in the beginning. This isn't a tour about uh, doing the major, major cities. This is about the places that led us there. And uh, for us to play Toledo, um, to, to play the places that were really there for us in the beginning uh, is, is magical. To go back and have fans that go back that far and also have fans that have never seen us before, have parents bringing their kids, it's, uh, it's phenomenal. It's far beyond what most rock bands ever get to experience because Kiss is more than a band. It's almost a tribe at this point. You know, there was uh, about a month ago, <clears throat> uh, I got an email from this woman, and she she lived in Germany, and she goes, "Hey, uh, I I don't know what it would take to you know see if you could do this, but I I'd like to give my father tickets to see Kiss, and he has an awesome Kiss story." So um, we decided to give him a pair of tickets, and he came down, and I was talking to him, and he goes, "He saw you guys at some little place in Cleveland before you broke, and this was I don't know what year, but it had to be." I don't know, mid seventies, or he told me the year, but I don't remember. 70s, I'd say. And he said in Cleveland, uh, bands would come and they would play, and if the crowd didn't like them, then they were not successful. But if if you won over the crowd, nine times out of ten, the band would be successful. He said it was Kiss, and and he and I I can't remember what you guys played, but he said you guys got. It was on probably stage. The, the the place to play back then was the Agora. That's what it was. That was the Agora. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, you guys just killed it, and you won over the audience, and then right after that, you guys just blew up. Do you remember that? Sure. And and, uh, that was very common for us, was to go into cities where, honestly, we might walk out on stage and people would kind of start chuckling. But by the end of the show, there was... Those those chuckles have been replaced with with cheering. So we've we've uh, we've had a, a a long crusade for what we believe in, and, and uh, at.
at the heart of what we do. We're a rock and roll band. doesn't matter about all the trappings or anything else. Um, when you strip away all that, you've got, you've got a, a mighty band. Yeah, people are so excited about the show on the 24th over at the Huntington Center. We've had several listeners um, tweet us and post pictures of their ticket stubs from your shows. I think somebody posted one from, uh, it was, yeah, it was 40 years ago at the Toledo Sports Arena. And people are so excited about the show. And like you said, they're bringing their kids, their grandkids, their you know, and how cool is that? We 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 don't want to be one of these bands that appeals to people between twenty one and twenty three, or eighteen and twenty, or fifty and fifty two. We uh, we want we want everybody there. This is this we're everybody's kiss. Well, I have to tell you that when I was there was probably about a string of about when I was. Uh, about three to six, where my sister and I every year for Halloween, I would say, "What do you want to be?" We'd say, "Kiss." <laughs> Finally, after about three or four years, when Halloween had come around, what do you want to be for Halloween? Kiss. You can't be kissed anymore. You've been kissed. So many times. <laughs> hey, I've been kissed for a lot longer than you. <laughs> I know. Yes, you have, and you've done a lot better at it. To be, you know, quite frank. <laughs> Well, but but, it, but you know what? There is something about what Paul said. You know, like uh, there, are, my kid had a, a little thing t- uh, a year ago last year at his school, and they were they were doing uh, classic rock, and they did Queen, and uh, they did Kiss. You know, and so like it, it introduced my kid to Kiss, and so um, at eleven years old, he starts asking me about the band Kiss, and I was like. Well, let's have a long conversation because there's a lot to say. So, I mean, it does. It spans from little kids up to, you know, people in their 50s, 60s, 70s, people people all over. Yeah, it's really something that I'm I'm proud people can share. And uh, you can share with the next generation and the last generation. And the cool thing is that when people come to see us who've never seen us before, and there are people... uh, who this will be their first time. The really cool thing is that uh, we not only live up to those legends and those stories, when people see us, they they freak because we're better than anything that they've heard about us. And any band at this point with money can put on a Kiss show, but you can never be Kiss. Yeah, it's just like it gets better and better. Um, This is from online from one of our Facebook users. He says, when you guys play live, uh, why don't you do more post-makeup years stuff. That's verbatim from Facebook. Right. Well, we do some, and we're real proud of that stuff. Uh, but we we really have to, to span the whole career. And um, that was... I think probably four albums, and I think we have 30. I don't really, I lost track a long time ago. So we try to to make sure everybody's happy and and that we do everything we need to. And look, we, we can't give everybody exactly what they want, but we give most people exactly what they want. Um and uh, what about the solo stuff? I mean, I don't know if you know. I, I, know, I know there's some people online that are asking about that as well. Um, and I've seen some. I think I saw you on a on a cruise ship singing, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool," because it was like a really intimate room, and it was really neat. 
Well, it may have been somebody who looked like me, but um, I I haven't done any solo stuff on a cruise ship. Um, or maybe, maybe it was just a, a small room. I, I don't know why. Yeah, I've, I've I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, that's what I thought it was. Well, it may have been. It was like, money off of you. Well, it was like a private show. I mean, it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't a cruise ship. I don't know. But it, it looked like a private show. Mm, I've got a great uh, band, thirteen-piece uh, band, and we just do all Motown and, and uh, Philly Soul. So I have a great time doing that. I did Phantom of the Opera. I starred in that. Um, oh, that's right. about all the challenges that you take on. Um, no guts, no glory. You, you find out who you are by what you're willing to push yourself at. And and my by the way, Amy and I when we were talking to Tom, we were talking about the merchandising. It's like a it's a machine. It you is. guys, I mean, it's just like it's constantly evolving, more bigger. But it, you know, again, without without a real band, it it wouldn't stand up. And the fact that the merchandise is so successful is because people want it. The, the, you know, we're in a very unique position because we really work outside of the boundaries that other bands do because we're not other bands, we're KISS. So when people want certain things, we can give it to them and they wouldn't necessarily want it from some other groups. And I, I get it. I, I understand it totally. We're we're not we're not any other band, and and uh, we are the exception to the rule. So, uh, it's great to have all the merchandise, but the only reason we have merchandise is because people ask for it. Can you believe that Beth is for, is forty years old? I mean, not, um, not crazy, crazy. Well, the whole I mean, it, it's crazy when you realize some of the catalog, some of the things we're playing are. Older, you know, older than that, and uh, yet it, it just, it's, everything sounds as great today as it did then. Yeah, it's terrible. And, uh, it, what's your favorite thing to play now, live? I mean, after all these years, I would think if you're in a band, and, you know, things like, Beth, uh, by the 300th time, you're like, Beth, I, I mean, is there, is there one that just, every time you do, you're just like, God, that's good. Every time we hit the stage, I go, man, this is amazing. Uh, I don't take any of this for granted. And, and when you see bands who are either bored or changing their songs, uh, rearranging their songs because they're bored, it's an insult to the audience. And it's also a sign that maybe the material's just not good enough. Mm. We, we play things the way they're supposed to be played. And when I hear Detroit Rock City Blasting, I go, man, this is awesome. So, uh, all the songs that we play sound the way they're meant to sound, and, and we take a lot of pride in that. What a what a uh, terrific attitude uh, from Paul Stanley, and maybe maybe some of the younger bands need to look at you and say, you know what, maybe we need to change our attitude and be a little more positive about this whole thing because i think that's wonderful that after all these years uh you genuinely are into it and you you love it and you love touring and you love all the other aspects that go along with that so to me i think that's that's a really neat thing hey we're blessed and and anybody who is lucky enough to be successful uh doesn't deserve it unless they they treat it with respect and treat the people who make it possible with respect will you sing beth just go ahead nope. Beth. You can sing it. Yeah, go ahead. Amy can sing it. Sing it, sing it, Amy. Sing it. <laughs> Beth, I hear you calling. Um, Paul Stanley, dude, 
<laughs> what an honor. Thanks, Thanks My... Paul. Put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> what an honor to talk to you, man. Uh, thank you so very much for hanging out with us. Hey, it's been awesome, and uh, I'll be seeing you, and and I'll uh, see you at the show. Kiss. Kiss at the Huntington uh, Center. The show is August the 24th, and then uh, two days later, their DVD of their residency, um, Kiss Rocks Vegas, two days later, so you get to see it. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.